Hello, it's Chappie, your British butler. Keep calm and cauliflower cheese, episode 119. And this is a different type of episode this week. Because I'm going to use you, the listener, the audience out there, wherever you're listening, whether it's Timbuktu, Chennai, Paris, Denver, New York City, London, I'm going to use you, the listener, as a little bit of therapy for me today. I'm going to sort of spill out my heart over the course of the next hour or so, and you can make of it what you will. Um, But this is a tribute to somebody that I met about a year ago, and your dear host, the butler, has been through, you know, some trial and tribulations, m- much of it of my own making. You know, I haven't always been the most honorable, upright individual. And that's to my detriment. But sometimes you meet somebody who enlightens and emboldens your world. And that's what happened the beginning of last October, October the 3rd, 2020. We were sort of easing through the end of the year. The pandemic had taken a little bit of a break, seemingly, not that it ever went away, during the summer of 2020. And I was out scouting, not scouting for girls, but looking for somebody who would add that sort of extra warmth and enjoyment into my life. A true companion. Not somebody like me, not somebody uh, sort of on the edge of sort of effervescence and bubbliness. Uh, Not necessarily, uh, you know, a type A personality or an extrovert, but somebody to compliment me. And I found her. I mean, it was a sort of slow drum roll. We shared a delicious meal at the White Chocolate Grill. Now, we didn't just eat white chocolate. I mean, that would have been a delicious meal in itself. If you just go to a restaurant and just eat chocolate. But that's where we first met. The first place we tried to get into that evening was busy. So we went to the White Chocolate Grill. And sort of I was introduced to the whole idea of keto. And since then, I've learned that there's dirty keto as well. Now, I thought dirty keto might be some sort of euphemism or something you do behind closed doors. But uh, no, no, no. It's uh, eating whole food, real food, uh, versus just low carb, but could be um, additives, preservatives thrown in there as well. So I was introduced to that. Many things that she introduced and enlightened me to. And I think vice versa, to some degree. And we had a, a fabulous meal, you know, and marvelous conversation. And wanted to see each other again very soon. So the next day, um, we decided to go on like a mini hike. 
I mean, nothing like the 14ers that you listeners out there are, are really enthralled in. I mean, a 14er for me is like 14 minutes and maybe 14 steps or going up 14 feet in altitude. And she shared that sort of overriding passion for non-excessive hiking. But she brought along her golden doodle, who's a frisky lass to say the least. Still a puppy at that point, pulling her along. I think I took her for a little bit to try to um, take away some of the stress and strain uh, from the walk. And we walked for ages and talked for ages and had a wondrous, fabulous time. I mean, two of the f- best first dates that I've, that I've had. And I've had a few and I've made some missteps over the years. I've worn misfitting jackets with shoulder pads and brown shirts and brown pocket squares. As people could attest to. But they were good. They were fun. They were gentle and sort of whimsical and enjoyable. And absolutely adored it. And I couldn't wait to see her again. Where she might introduce me to some fabulous sort of new age music that I've never heard of. Nor had anybody else. So... We're in the midst of a very different type of podcast for your dear host. I mean, I, I can do a different type of podcast. I mean, I've done podcasts on Prince Philip, did a little one on 9-11 last year. Uh, incidentally, um, we're going to have a podcast on Sunday. Uh, I know it's the 20th anniversary of uh, 9-11 tomorrow. And uh, I'll sort of let the day take its, take its, uh, take its way. Because it's going to be a day where many people are going to reflect and want that sort of quiet reflection. They don't want some sort of butler buffoon rabbiting on with amusing stories, anecdotes that he's picked up through the week. So you're going to leave that be. It's also my dear mother's 70th birthday. So she had to endure 20 years ago a 50th birthday on 9-11. And she... Different to my, to my darling we're talking about today, but she is a different type of personality. Very, you know, incredibly warm um, and just the most loving mother you could ever meet. And I think, I would hope to think that I have some of that, that she's instilled some of that onto me over the years. But, I mean... This podcast, we're talking about two like fabulous women, you know, my mother and my dear Anne, who, uh, as I said, like really opened up my eyes on two, two wonderful first dates. And as I said, they're incredibly memorable. And something that I didn't know until quite recently was that she kept a tally of all these dates. I mean, she's like a closet romantic. Not somebody parading around loud, in your face, sort of boisterous, a little bit like myself. I mean, you sometimes want the yin to the yang, don't you? In a, in a relationship, you want that balance. 
And I think we have that. We're both very different. I mean, she's much more private. So I'm trying not to... Uh, it's not like putting a, a balloon up or a flyby with her name or anything like that. I'm not going to do that. But she wouldn't want that. But the sort of biggest fan uh, to me in many ways doing this silliness every week or twice a week mostly and she's been uh, a great support sort of I, I, if I considered today not doing this not doing the not doing keep calm and cauliflower cheese today didn't know if I wanted to do it today but I think the 10th of September is an interesting day it's a sort of a moment's peace, a moment's breath before the next day of something that really is quite meaningful to many people. But as a rather amazing person who keeps sort of minutes of dates of times you spent together, keeping a tally of those moments that you spent together. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's accidentally. Maybe, as I said, there's, I think, a thread of romanticism to it, which is very, very special and memorable and very poignant to me. I mean, other things, though, as well. I mean, I keep notes for this nonsensical podcast, uh, you know, through the week. I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. You know, some of them tremendous ideas, some of them you know, that probably should be recycled or never to be seen again. But she kept notes on things that I said and she said through the course of the dates and the times we spent together. I mean, that's so special. I don't think anybody's done that. I'm sure people do. It's not an analytical sort of side. It's, it's just... A delight in the detail and the and it's sort of a magnification of that moment that it meant something that it means something and that's what is so wondrous about the relationship meeting her and a different perspective I mean people have different types of love languages I mean, I think the words of affirmation is probably mine. I mean, hers is acts of service. I mean, tremendous acts of service, but not a fanfare, subtlety, doing things without expecting praise or a round of applause. I mean, that's amazing. I think. And it's something that is very enlightening to me without uh, without a shadow of a doubt but as i said this this feels like a more of a sort of poignant type of uh, podcast today because i think the type of person that i am i i can be very rash and very hasty sometimes The chappy butler side that you see on Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese is one side of me. But there's a big sensitive teddy bear that's sort of urging to appear from under the duvet. 
I mean, we have a pretty big duvet, but I'm pretty big, fluffy teddy bear. You know, sort of a little bit more unkempt since the beginning of COVID. You know, not allowed uh, any sort of uh, razor blades. I mean, you know, I don't... I've grown quite a uh, Barbarossa on the back. I know, that's so sexy, isn't it? Enlightening you, the listener, on that. But that's the way that he wants it. <laughs> so... We've had our ups and downs in this in this year. Very few downs. But sometimes like a period of introspection or just me being rash and over the top or oversensitive. Elements that I have in my personality that you know, I don't think I'm necessarily particularly proud of. But Something that's this part of my personality. We're just like a little bit too intense. We'll need to make a show to make a point. Or overreact to make a point because I don't think she's listening. But stupidity that isn't necessary. I, she introduced me to new age indie music. But I most definitely got her into yacht rock. And now, now I think she loves Hall & Oates. So looking at some of the notes that she kept through the course of the last year. I mean, these are little etchings, little snapshots. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like just after a blank canvas where you're just etching out the outline of something. But these bring back big memories. Like, I think on our first day, I think we wore the same color, pink or slightly cerise trousers i do own a lot of pink or slightly cerise trousers though so i can't remember definitely wasn't salmon probably more cerise and then i mean made the etchings the jottings of elegant and demure that's how i would describe her that is her in in essence you know moves very elegantly but not a big show not a huge show there's no fireworks going off or um big parades of uh, extrovert. There's no, she's not extroverted at all. But confident, quietly confident. Whereas I'm noisily unconfident, I think at times. And I think we, it was right at the start of autumn, because it was in October and beautiful, like resplendent reds and golds and yellows. I mean, I think the autumn is a very romantic time to meet somebody. I mean, it, it really is. It's a, it's, a, it's a wondrous time to meet somebody. The change of the seasons. You get a few lovely last days of summer. And that's exactly, you know, what we had. We had some wonderful last days of summer. And then you had the tumultuous period of the election, just before the election. Was Trump going to win? COVID was coming back as well, you know. But, you know, I did remember uh, during the date, I remember her bending over to do a shoelace. I thought, this, this is an incredibly beautiful woman. <laughs> you know, even though there was a frisky uh, golden doodle, like, jumping up constantly. Um, but that's, uh, they were some of the 
you know, elements that I thought at the time, you know, and, and also on this keto diet, we're going back to keto again, such a carnivore. I mean, I've never seen a woman devour meat as much. I mean, I, I can do a baked potato, um, you know, or, or some sautéed vegetables and maybe some macaroni and cheese, but never seen a meat eater like this. Never seen a meat eater. But again, not a big, it's not somebody who's going to parade or barrack or make a fuss about things. So she's had that mis- she has that mystery about her. And I think I did say curious and curious because... Never, I can never read. I can never read my darling. I can never read her. And I think that's part of the the charm, and indeed the mystery. I was thinking about this the other day, and it's quite poignant. I think on the tenth of September. Now we were so obsessed with these days with taking pictures and documenting everything. It's mainly through pictures and videos and Instagram and Twitter. And it made me think, and we'll talk a bit more about this on another podcast, I think. But it's amazing for me. I think like the first 25, maybe 30 years of my life, maybe longer than that, barely anything was documented. I mean, that's why these days it's so much fun finding a joyous picture of 1996 or 7. Well, not many of these pictures were taken, but now everything's documented. I could go on a walk and I take a picture of similar surroundings every day. And everything's documented. So, I mean, first half of your life is nothing. I mean, the kids these days, I mean, the whole life could be documented through photographs or Instagram or Facebook. You know, and sometimes you need that silence. And I think... N gives that silence sometimes. I mean, it's not, as I said, it's not boisterous. It's elegance and demure. And there's a lot of wisdom, but a lot of love, a lot of subtle love in there as well. But one of the, one of the things that I found fascinating, you know, she never allowed me to see the basement. And I didn't know if there was some sort of like London dungeon down there or something. There'd be like, former boyfriends chained up or who knows what you know it could be a zoo down there so that's one of the uh, as I said one of the notes what's in the basement I mean I, I would never show anybody uh, old chappy towers never show anybody the old basement because there was I mean two days of clearing work that was done about a month ago that uh, you'd never want to see that because then you would reveal it's revealed from behind the arras. You'd reveal how much of a hoarder you are. And that was, that's a fear. You don't want anybody to see that. That could scare anybody off. Um, but I think, in essence, one of the things that, you know, about my love is, and this is quite interesting, if I could learn to be a little bit more like you and you could learn a little, little be a little bit more like me, would be perfect. And I think that's the thing. You need that sort of, balance as i mentioned earlier in 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 terms of the relationship and i think that's something that we definitely definitely have um but something we could never and we never agree on is sliced turkey at thanksgiving on cinnamon raisin bread stuffing 
Now, that to me is like Marmite. It's like that awful yeast extract that people put on bread. I don't know about the cinnamon raisin bread in Turkey. You know, I had a bite of it and I have to say, maybe I was converted. Maybe slightly I was converted. But I don't think she'll ever be converted to the idea of me singing musical theatre at random times, like Mary Poppins. When I'm elated, I mean, I want to go and fly a kite. Or maybe a spoonful of sugar would make the medicine go down. I mean, that's a possibility as well. But I don't think, you know, it takes a lot for people to be uh, enthralled by singing musical theatre all the time. And also, I think when you're dating a British fella, you know, ketchup on eggs and bacon, or baked beans at breakfast, or any sort of weird pickles that you find in the fridge. But I mean, I think the discussion was had that if ever there was a fridge in a in a joint, you know, in a house that we had, I would have to have a separate fridge versus, with, with all the pickles in there. There could be no pickles in a fridge that she would open up because I think it would turn the stomach almost immediately. I think it would turn the stomach immediately. And something that also that I enjoyed was the whole idea of Worcestershire sauce. I mean, not necessarily being a safe word, and we talked about that in the previous podcast. But Americans cannot say Worcestershire sauce. I think we talked about this before. It's Worcestershire sauce. And that's a, that's a challenge. I mean, you have to teach American like various elocution lessons to even get to the point of saying the amenable Worcestershire sauce. So, my dearest love, I would say, and I did, and this was noted down, I can't remember actually saying this, is it said it was a tiara of diamonds. But that might be a little bit flashy, I think, the whole tiara of diamonds. But definitely, definitely gem, gem-like. So, an Englishman's swear word, maybe after reading the... Uh, the uh, the stuffing that uh, has cranberry raisin bread stuffing. I think I may have said fiddlesticks. So I think fiddlesticks is a is a is a wonderfully underused swear word, and nobody really knows what it means. But you're getting the f out there, and you're getting the idle sticks in, which uh, I th- I think dampen things down a little bit. It's not as you know not as vulgar, but you're getting the impression. But then you've got a dash of the elegance as well. So fiddlesticks, you have to remember that. Like if you're having a Gordon Ramsay moment when cooking Thanksgiving dinner, oh, fiddlesticks is a good safe way to go. Not such a good safe way to go, though, that I found was being ridiculed for the use of the knife and fork. Absolutely ridiculed for the use of the knife and fork. And, I mean, I turned the, I turned the fork around and then I crush like peas, or even a soft nut, I think was in the case here, of uh, onto the back of the fork. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully to her, it is fairly charming that way of eating. 
But I do get the, I do sometimes feel like she closes her eyes when we sit down to eat. Maybe because I eat so incredibly fast, you know. Um, and I did, I think, mention where there was champagne. And, you know, you can put orange juice in there. But I think it was a different sort of juice being put into, maybe apple juice put into, uh, into champagne. And I did mention that a Frenchman would punch you if they saw you putting apple juice in with champagne. That would definitely not be a champagne supernova. It definitely feels today a little bit like lint ball flavoured with tears instead of sea salt, tear salt, I think. Um, you know, because I've been a bit of an idiot. I've been a little bit selfish and egotistical all about me where sometimes I need to listen rather than speak too much. And sometimes I think the mouth goes away and the brain's nodding gear and that's what happens. And sometimes it's just listening rather than trying to assess, analyzing or, you know, trying to come up with a solution or a strategy or something. So it does feel a little bit like, not chocolate salty balls, but lint flavored tear salt balls. Um, but I don't know if you ever had the conversation and, and I don't recommend it is would your significant other and I know I've talked to my sister about this Paul would your, would your sister save you from a shark attack she asked me that my sister asked me that but I also asked N if she would save me from shark a shark attack and I, it is not a good idea because you know for somebody who sort of analyzes things quite a lot there's a lot of discussion about well how big is the shark how badly uh, badly are you hurt once i you know find you do i have to like prize open the shark's mouth or stick a you know pen in its eye or something along those lines yeah so never never bring up the subject of uh of would your significant other or anybody you're related to family members anybody like that would they save you from a shark attack you know because that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's not a good subject to uh, to uh, to ask what to to ask your significant other, without a doubt. But sometimes you find random facts about people. Like you know, I have like Google alerts for Butler articles, but she has Google alerts for Putin and Kim Jong Un articles. Which is quite interesting. I mean, and of course, recently, you know, at the moment, Kim Jong-un has uh, been on the, uh, I was going to say the shake and vac diet, but he's basically been on the, I don't know if he's doing keto. I think he's doing the shake diet, probably just wheatgrass shakes. But he's lost like uh, 75 pounds. But he's looking very svelte. Still like that rather odd hairstyle and square shaped head, but he is looking very, very svelte these days. But she would like the alerts, you know, she does like the alerts on Kim Jong and also Putin, which I find fascinating. So I often send, uh, when I ever see Kim Jong-un or a Putin article over there. So during the travels, we've seen quite a few different uh, animals, but and has a love of the wild turkey. And there's a particular drive that one takes 
where I think during the autumn, the fall of last year into the beginning of the year, we saw this same wild turkey, almost lucky. I sometimes urge and have a yearning to see the turkey again because all is well with the world when we saw the wild turkey gobbling around. I mean, I did make the comment that maybe the heat of the summer was not good for a rather large turkey that has a huge body and small legs. But I do feel that. I feel the heat of the sun as well. And I, you know, I have a fairly large body and small legs. Don't have the gobble piece like a wild turkey. Probably test tastes rather less gamey i would think um but love seeing the turkey love seeing the 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 deer especially the stag for a few weeks ago the day that you lost poor jack in the morning saw a beautiful stag an almost a, a clarion call for maybe a difficult day but a like an important day seeing something as resplendent as a stag we love seeing that absolutely loved it but i think i don't know if it was her that i'm surprised that turkeys are so big in person that was one of the quotes that she made a note of you know um which is rather interesting but i did it did give her the position of Wait for it. No, no naughtiness here. Gave the position of chairman of the Yorkshire Pudding Association of America. And by God, you know, when she when she's gonna when she puts her mind to something, she gets it done. You know, whether it's repairing this beautiful desk that had a huge crack in, love and attention and care. Nobody's done that, you know. Nobody does that for me. But it's. You know, that's where I'm broadcasting from at the moment. This love, beautiful desk. But the care and love of creating a brand new Yorkshire pudding. I mean, this recipe hadn't been messed with for 200 years. But then she started putting almond flour in. And you know what? It's not that nutty, but it's bloody good having almond flour in Yorkshire puddings. Look, certainly looking forward to that, hopefully, um, as autumn progresses here and we get back to Yorkshire pudding season again. You know what? Substitute the flour. If you want to make it low carb, try getting rid of the flour and uh, substituting it for uh, almond flour. It makes a, it makes a huge difference. And I think that's why she will be chairman of the Yorkshire Pudding Associate of America for probably the next 50 years for that type of innov innovation, creativity and just damn hard work. As I mentioned, definitely... Anne's my number one fan on this podcast. So it has been. You know, and, and uh, often, you know, sometimes you give a little bit of a critique if certain things needed changing or I was talking too much or rambling. Um, but gave me some, gives me some fabulous ideas and, uh, and is, is my number one fan whilst often laying in the bath but i think my dulcet tones and non rambling nonsense whilst in a bubble bath probably sends one to sleep and is the most relaxing you could be over the course of uh, the whole week i think that's really what one needs so if you ever if you ever want to go to sleep fall asleep and relax just run a bubble bath and uh 
then put this podcast on and I think you'd you know you'll be asleep in no time and that's that's definitely one of the favorite things but um maybe you know maybe this is sort of the calm before the storm or or possibly the storm but normally as far as my sort of anger and frustration will go is like throwing tea bags in anger that would be uh that would be where i get my most angry but for her i would definitely do the proclaimers 500 miles i'd walk 500 miles because she does have a doomsday vault with every type of dried food generators if ever we have a zombie apocalypse i have to head to n's house if she let me in there you know but i think there'll be lots of yorkshire puddings probably years worth frozen uh plus i think there's a generator there um enough water to last you probably a millennia and uh, lots of uh, lots of snacks where you could probably add water and it uh, turns into a cake or something definitely the person who you know i'd want to be close to during a zombie apocalypse or any time to be honest n is so loving to my dogs i mean she was jack's jack was a you know a feisty devilish fellow but you know what he would jump up onto her lap and 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 be perfectly happy now i don't know if she was perfectly happy but she did buy him uh, a cat house that had a unicorn's horn on it that he wasn't overly keen on particularly but the thought was there about jack spending time in a unicorn cat house and also after maggie had a little bit of surgery earlier in the year had a baby pen an old baby pen that's where maggie spent a few days while she was recovering from um you know the surgery she was in a little baby pen and i mean george the border collie adores that absolutely loves loves her to death i mean such a such a kind heart and many a, a fun walk with the with uh, george maggie and uh the z gal the uh, the golden doodle and we had lots of uh, lots of fun walks lots of exchanging of leashes where i'd have to end up taking the golden doodle who is getting utterly frisky and strong girl and uh many uh many fun times and trying to think about how we would get over you know, a lot of rain the night before a gushing river i mean i almost felt like it was uh, almost a bear grills type of situation where how are we going to get over this river uh, me and my boat shoes uh, I think she I think she did have uh, uh, she did have her sneakers on but you know not really as I said not really made for this type of outdoor uh, intense adventure and endeavor but we we made it over you know the the gushing river for us was probably like a 14 or a whitewater rafting for normal people I would say so we've had a very different sort of podcast today as i said i want to also uh, celebrate my dearest mother's i think she's 21 maybe for the maybe the third time Uh, but it's her 70th birthday and as i said she is a brilliant mother a loving caring individual 
and the the same for the same for my love Anne as well. She is incredibly caring, but in a very subtle, understated, gorgeous way. Um, that nobody's been quite like that, and that's you know very very special to me. And I know that I can be like a bull in a china shop sometimes, like incredibly uh, voracious and and um, not short-tempered, but I, again, my brain not going into gear, but my mouth in gear or my fingers texting-wise in gear before my brain goes into gear. And, you know, she gives so much wonderful attention and love. And I, and I sort of crave for that. And when I don't get it, I think I get a little petulant. And for that, I apologize. Because uh, I think what we have is very glorious and, and, and gorgeous. And as I said, I mean, it's almost like um, through the various actions of Shakespeare or Chaucer over the years, she put together these notes of the times we spent together and the things that we said and done and and a glorious sort of memento of an incredibly special year. And, a re- you know, a relationship and love that I definitely do not want to lose. Despite my uh, rashness of times and stupidity. You know, I've got so much love to give. I've got a big heart. And hopefully that comes across on this podcast every week. But the people who are close to me... Um, hopefully see that more often the real me the sensitive side that sometimes it's too sensitive and it needs to be sort of roughed up a little bit but the but the goodness in the heart's there and and always will be so you know i do want to say to my gorgeous darling thank you and i'm sorry i'm sorry for jumping the gun or trying to gain some sort of attention or ego boost when you're not doing too well. You've had a rough week, really rough week. And sometimes I just have to stop and listen and be patient and kind and understanding and try to help where I can. And I don't know if I've done that. and I don't think so. But I feel, you know, what we have started in the autumn, gone through to nearly another autumn here has been magical it's been wondrous it's been memorable so much fun just love spending time with you and that's the essence of what i had to say today a different sort of podcast you know quite i feel quite sort of vulnerable uh doing this but you know sometimes one has to do this but we have many vehicles in life, you know. I wasn't going to get up in a plane and fly a placard behind. But this is something that I can do that, you know, as I said, there's a certain vulnerability here. But a whole lot of love. And there's more to, more to give. But thank you. Thank you for keeping me on the uh, straight and narrow it's been lovely going to Home Depot so many times and looking at random light bulbs and never asking anybody's help. You know, I'm always about asking people's help. No, I don't want to. I can figure this out myself. 
And she does. But I don't think I've ever been to Home Depot as many times. But I've built my muscles up, you know, carrying water bottles. And I've uh, certainly become more intelligent in terms of uh, in terms of light bulbs. So thank you for that as well. But this has been Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese. As I said, a different type of edition. 10th of September. As I said at the beginning. Almost like the calm before the storm. And a moment to reflect and think. And have a little bit of silence. Not so much noise. And I know we like a lot of noise and bluster and flimflammery on this podcast. But sometimes you just have to sit back and, and, and take stock of what you have in your life. And what you love, what you don't want to lose. And make sure you tell those people that. But that's really, really important. And be there and be patient and listen. You know, two ears and one mouth. And that's something that I have to sort of train myself. But thank you, Anne. Thank you for a wonderful year. I want it to continue. But that is indeed up to you. From Chappie, it's out. Listen to all the different platforms. Keep coming, Cauliflower Cheese. Uh, from Apple Music to Spotify. We've got a special musical edition there. They won't have as much as my nonsense uh, tunes in this week. A little bit more of a, a more modern sort of indie flavour, I would say. But until next time, which will be Sunday, cheerio and thank you for listening. <laughs>